What's up, Intuitive Sheepdogs? Welcome to another podcast episode of the Intuitive Sheepdog Podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. I'm really excited to be here as always. Uh, today, what we're going to be talking about is it's going to be, again, like another short and sweet episode. I love keeping them short and sweet because you guys seem to consume them. And uh, I don't, I'm not this type of person who's going to talk on and on and on about bullshit. So, um, you know, the long form shows, they just don't really, that's not my style. So what I want to talk about to you today is I want to talk to you about the fact that the job doesn't owe you shit and you don't owe the job shit. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because I think it's important to underline and I think it's important to get your mind right. We get really romantic with the fact that, you know, we've done so much for our agencies and we do so much for our agencies. We get really romantic about that. And, and I think it's really messing us up. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my personal experience, but I'm also talking about, I've got a lot of intuitive sheepdogs in my, um, program, the private membership site, um, which is open right now. So if you guys, if you're interested in that, then DM me and, uh, we can get you in. But, um, you know, we, we have a lot of conversations around this. I've done so much for my agency. All they do is fuck me over. All they do is call me for overtime. They order me in. Um, they give me shitty cruisers. They're not giving me, you know, they're not giving me A, B, and C. They're not giving me good, um, I don't know, equipment. Um, my schedule sucks. They're not promoting me. All of these things, right? And and the thing is, is us as cops, like we're really particular. Like we really are. Like we, if if people mess with us and it's small stuff, like we really get offended by that. And and I know I, there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's just that, you know, I feel like we are already given so little anyways that it's like, don't fuck with what we do have, you know? So I don't want a new routine. You know, I want to stay in my routine and that's how cops are. And, and I've seen it over and over and over again and little minute changes really, really throw police officers off, especially you veterans, like holy fucking shit. <laughs> I think the newer cops are a little better with rolling with the punches, especially if they're not, you know, a veteran officer. Um, then they've gotten really good at just literally going with it, going with the flow, uh, because, you know, things change and this and that. But, you know, we, we get into this mindset that we owe our agencies you know, they, they hired us, right? Like, I want to talk to you about this because this is not a good mindset to have. You will lose everything in your life except the job. And then what's going to happen is you're going to resent the job, but you, by then, because you felt like you've owed the job so much or your agency so much, you've worked so much, you've created a lot of, you know, money for yourself, a lot of income. And then you go out and buy stupid shit and then you're married to the job. And then you know, your spouse and your family and your friends, nobody wants to fucking hang out with you because you've turned into an asshole and you don't want to, you don't hang out with them anyways. So then, you know, three, three, five, seven years later, you're like ready to not do the job 24 seven and you find yourself alone. And that's, you know, that is honestly, I know I'm making light of it, but that is the pattern that we are seeing and it's real. This shit happens. Now, here's what I do want to say. I will say that the new and up and coming officers, like you guys, you guys do kind of have it together. And the veteran cops don't like this. 
because there's two different mindsets here. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you some story time and I'm going to tell you my thoughts about it. You new cops, you got it together. You're like, nah, fuck no, this job is not my life. It just isn't like I have a life outside of this and I, and this is just a job to me. And that's fine. In my opinion, as long as you're squared away, you know, you work out and you like train so that you don't get your ass whooped. You do your job and you do a good job. In my opinion, you've got it together, right? It's it's those of us who get completely caught up and lost in this job and we lose ourselves and we lose our train of thoughts and how we lose our freaking sanity. Like we literally lose it all that we are the ones who have the problem here. And I've seen this over and over and over again. I've worked with some cops who really had it together. You know, I'm not saying that they were super squared away. I'm not saying that they're the fucking studs, you know, the freaking, uh, you know, cops of the year and, you know, whatever agency, whatever area, you know, trooper, sheriff, deputy, um, officer of the year, whatever. Like, I'm not saying that they're those, you know, kinds, but they're fine. Like you, you like working with them. Um, <clears throat> they do good work. They, you know, they, they do a lot of stuff. They're productive, but, but they are not you know, they're not the number ones of the agency, but let me tell you about those guys. They got it together. Their home life is good. You know, they're fine. Home life is fine. Um, work life is great. Like they have that really good work life, home life balance, right? They don't feel like they owe the agency shit and they don't feel like the agency owes them shit. They're just there. They're not getting romantic with that concept, right? They figured it out. Now, I will tell you, there's few and far between. You're going to sit here and I want you to reflect in your department. I bet you might have one of those. And again, like I told you, they're not going to be, you know, the officer of the year or they're not going to be the person, you know, that everyone looks up to, but they don't give a shit because it's not their life. Okay. Now, on the flip side of that, you know, the people who are, who make this job their life and then they feel like I have given everything to this agency. I've done A, B, and C. I go out there, I bust my ass. I come in on my off days. I do all these things. And it's like, yeah, but listen, it's still just a job. And at the end of the day, you're just a number. And like, I have to tell you, it was so funny when I was, I was speaking to the Coast Guard and, um, the Admiral was there <laughs> for like the entire, uh, Northeast region. And he was like, Autumn, I gotta just say, like, I don't really agree with that. And I was like, well, Admiral, I'm really happy because if you did agree with that, we'd have a problem. But I'm telling you right now, that's how it is. And you know, you don't have to admit it. And he's like, well, I really care about my people and I believe him. And he's, and he's a really hell of a leader. He's a great leader, but it's not about that. In my opinion, my opinion is, you know, it's a, it's a police agency. It's a public organization, right? Like th that's what it is. It's not like a, it's not like a, um, a business, you know, it's, it's not, although I think, I think in my opinion, police departments should be ran as businesses and that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day. But you know, it's not that it, it's a, it's a fucking, it's just, you're in public service, man. And you know, that it is what it is. The agency doesn't care about you. They just don't. They just fucking don't. Okay. And, and I know I get a lot of kickback. Like I know there's, you know, we have some ones and twos and threes that really care. We have some good, you know, frontline supervisors that do genuinely care. And that's awesome. And that makes it feel less of like just an agency or less like just go fuck, you know, fuck them. It, it makes us feel less of that. But at the end of the day, you're still working for an agency. You're still working in public service. 
And it does not care because if Susie doesn't work the overtime, Bobby will. And if Bobby doesn't, Billy will. And guess what? And if all three of you don't want to, one of you is getting ordered in. And that's just the way that it is. That is public service. Okay. And so when you, when you get this idea and, and this chip on your shoulder, like, well, I've, you know, I've done all this stuff for my agency. Well, I want you to take that chip right off your shoulder. And did you do it for your agency or did you do it for yourself? You know, are you in all these specialties? Are you a supervisor? Are you willing to work all this overtime? Are you, you know, getting all this training and stuff for your agency? Or are you doing it for yourself? And like, let's get real about that. Okay. Get real about that. And, and I'm not asking you to be, I'm not, I'm not saying this to you to be rude, although I'm sure I'm going to piss some people off, but like, just let me trigger you and then like sit, take a step back and like, think about this. Okay. Because number one, like it's not my life, it's your life. And so you can get all pissed off at me and shut this off right now and say, I don't know what I'm talking about. Or you can take a step back, put your ego in your back pocket and realize I do know what I'm talking about. And that this, if you just allow yourself to look in the mirror and reflect on what I'm talking about, then you will see that if you are caught up in that pattern, you are in a no win situation and that you just got to take a step out of it. When I, when I first started, um, police work. Well, I was probably, I worked in police work for probably a year or two. Then I got on my first, um, on the road gig and I love this agency to this day. It was great agency. I really like the chief. Um, he was the deputy chief when I worked for him. Now he's the chief. He's a great guy. And I like, I like, I like, I like the work. The work of the agency was fast paced, learned a lot of stuff in a very short amount of time. I liked how busy I was. I love that I did real police work. I mean, I re- we did real police work and uh, wasn't a bunch of handholding and stuff like that. We did some community policing, but we really worked and it, it was awesome. It's I think it's still like that today. And, uh, and I'm on FTO. And again, I mean, I'm in my first two weeks. Okay. And, um, and my, and I, I look at my, I, I'm looking, I'm doing the math. I'm sitting in briefing. I've got my FTO, I've got everyone around me, the sergeant sitting there and, and, and I'm doing the math and we're working a, it's a four and three schedule, which by the way was excellent. But the way that it fell was every, like, so often you'd work five days in a row, but only get paid for four. And I didn't understand that because I'm like, so I look on my, t- I get paid or whatever, and I'm looking and I'm like, hey, uh, Sarge, this doesn't add up. Like I work five days and like I should be getting paid for that. Well, nobody told me, like nobody had the decency to sit down and be like, hey, Autumn, like it actually, it works itself out. It And um, you're not actually working overtime because there's actually a week right here where you actually only work three days in the pay period. And so the fifth day and that other pay period, it evens itself out. And so nobody explained that to me. And so I'm like pissed, right? Like you would be too, if you work full 10 hours and you're not getting fucking paid for it, you'd be like, whoa, you know? So especially as a new guy, you know, I didn't know. And, um, and my FTO, I'll never forget. And, and what you need to know, I still to this day, have a, you know, I have a really good relationship with my FTO. Um, he taught me a lot. Um, you know, on purpose, some of it, not on purpose, <laughs> you know, like I learned a lot. It was good stuff. I had, a, I had a good, uh, working relationship with him, but he said something, he, you know, and he's an old school cop, but he's been around for a long time. And so he says to me, he looks at me and he goes, you know, Autumn, he goes, here's how I feel about this. You can make a big stink about this. If you want to go over to HR, but the way that I look at it is 
I'm thankful that I have a job and I'm thankful that the agency hired and employed me. And so, you know what, if I have to work here and there for a full day without pay, I'm okay with that. And that really shut me the fuck down because I was like, okay, dude, I wasn't trying to go to HR, but I was just trying to figure out why the hell I'm working. If somebody would just sit down and articulate it with me, then I probably wouldn't have even said anything, but you didn't even like articulate it. Right. And it really got me thinking and it got me thinking about today. And it really, I don't know why, um, you have to thank the universe for stuff that like gets in my brain. And like, I talk to you guys about, um, but I don't like that type of, uh, mentality. Uh, that's old school, really old school, but I'm going to tell you about new school and I'm going to tell you about what the reality is. The reality is that police departments across the country are looking for good qualified candidates. The reality is, is that now if you're a police officer and you're working at an agency that you do not like, and it is not filling your cup up, you have the opportunity to go to another agency. You can look around. You, you are not owned by your agency. Your agency owes you nothing and you do not owe your agency anything. I mean, after you get out of the contract period. Okay. Cause like if you go to the Academy in Maine and, um, in your, in your agency sends you, I think you've got three or five years that they essentially what's quote unquote own you. Um, they paid for you to go to the Academy, but if another agency wants to hire you, they just buy you out. That's what happened to me. My agency uh, bought me out when I moved down south. I moved two hours south. And so the agency that I got picked up with, they they just bought me out, um, which is buying out my academy time, buying out my blue pin, uh, which blue pin equals a certified law enforcement officer in the state of Maine. So anyways, all I'm trying to say is that like, I don't like that mentality anymore. Maybe back then, I think that obviously back when he was trying to get hired and stuff like that, like that's how he felt. He felt so thankful. And I think that that's fine. That's fine that he felt like that. But I'm telling you new school is not like that. And I don't want you to, it's not that I want you to take your jobs for granted. I want you to always be thankful always. Okay. So that's another topic for another day, but like always, always, always be thankful. I was just having a conversation with my husband about this too. Like if we were just more thankful and grateful in our lives, all of us, if we just, we started getting more thankful then we would live happier lives. Like in general, it's when we start taking every fucking thing for granted when we are, you know, we expect all this shit when we are not thankful is when we start, we start getting unhappy. But you know what? You didn't have all the shit that you had a year ago, right? That you have today. And like, why can't you get grateful for that? Or maybe you're in a situation where you just had like a near death experience or something, right? And you, um, but you're here and you didn't die and you've got another chance. Like, and, and it runs the gamut. I mean, serious, but just get thankful. I mean, even if you had a, a tough run at things, find something to get grateful for and just stay there. If not, you're going to live a miserable life and you're going to attract more bullshit. If you stay negative, you're going to attract more negativity. That's called the laws of attraction. And that's how the world works. It's how life is. So you have a decision to make. You don't have to you know, you don't have, you don't owe anybody anything. Nobody owes you anything. Um, and you know, you don't have to get treated like shit and you don't have to deal with all that. Okay. Like you can move. And I guess that's a, like, it's been like fucking 20 minutes of me telling you all this stuff to just to tell you, like, you're not owned. If you're miserable, make a move. Don't stay miserable. Don't be the cancer in your police department that fucking spreads. Don't be that person. Just do something different. 
You know that doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. So why are you doing it? Don't run around and think that everything that you're doing is for your agency. Because if it is, then my friend, you are fucked up. You need to start doing stuff for you, putting yourself first. You got to fill your cup up and then you're going to be able to help other people. If your cup is empty, your personal cup is empty, I promise you, you are a miserable motherfucker and you are not going to be able to help anybody. That includes your family, your kids, your coworkers, anybody around you, your spouse. You will not be able to help them and love them and give to them the way that you would be able to if your cup was filled. Does that make sense to you? I hope that it does. I know I'm a little hot and heated, but I just want to underline you have a choice. And if you need some help, here's what you do. Call on call on your the universe for help. Call on your angels and ask them for some help. Hey, I want to get really grateful. What do I do? I, I want to stop being miserable. What do I do? And then if you need further help, if you're like, yeah, Autumn, I've tried that. It's not working. Then you then you get in contact with me and you come into the Intuitive Sheepdog Club. This is the stuff that we work on. I work on changing officers' lives, okay? I change sheepdogs' lives across the world. That's what I do. Um, and we do that very simply. You're going to come in. You're going to be with me. You do the work. In the first month, your whole life will change. I promise. That's what everybody does. If you do the work, your life changes. If you don't do the work, it doesn't change. So you, you, know, you have a decision to make. But if you know, you continuously get in the hole. Well, my agency owes me, you know, I've done all this. You are going down a bad road, my friend. And I don't want to see you do that. If you've got questions, let me know for not hanging out on Instagram. I don't know why we're not come and hang out with me at the intuitive sheepdog. I just am getting into TikTok. If y'all are on TikTok, I want to see me do some crazy shit. Um, come see me. I'm at the spiritual cop on TikTok. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear what you had to say. If you um, have to say about this uh, episode, so you can shoot me a DM or you can email me. My inbox is always open. Um, And the next thing is, is if you like this podcast, go leave me a review. I'd appreciate it.